The opinions and suggestions expressed in the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. This following program is sponsored by Causeway LLC. Information in this broadcast is not intended as an investment, tax, or financial advice. Matthew Moore is not a licensed investment advisor and speaks solely from his experience and opinions. All information in this broadcast is for entertainment or educational purposes only. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa are not responsible for the success or failure of any person's investment decisions or purchases. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa makes no and expressly disclaims all representations, warranties, and guarantees with respect to this broadcast and its sponsors. Investing in any market is inherently risky and can be financially dangerous. Invest at your own risk. Gather knowledge in the world of cryptocurrency right now on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Welcome to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Matthew is locally based right here in Tulsa. Questions, comments, concerns? Call 918-460-5764 or send us an open mic using the KRMG app. Now, here's Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Good Sunday evening to you. My name is Russell Mills. Thank you so much for joining us for Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We're live and local. In the big city of Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, I'm uh, going to turn 62 here at the end of the month. I'm getting up there in age, but believe it or not, I was eight years old when the very first ATM machine ever appeared in the United States. It was at uh, Chemical Bank in Rockville Center, New York City. Well, ATMs have come a long way, baby, and so has money and all things like that. And that's why we have this show all put together by a guy named Matthew J. Moore, who's sitting immediately to my left. And we're going to talk about ATMs today, but not that one in Rockville Center, right, Matt? Yeah, that's right. You know you know what my brother used to call ATMs? He's, I'm going to go down to the Adam. The Adam. And, the Adam. <laughs> and uh, I was like, what are you talking about? There's a guy named Adam down there giving you cash? <laughs> no, I've actually learned a lot since then. But I, I, I do want to say, you, you don't look 62, so you look great. That is very kind of you, yeah. sir. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well... Well, here's the question I want to propose to you who are listening to this show today. You know, how hard is it really? You know, how hard is how hard is it to buy Bitcoin in large amounts? I mean, some people run into some issues, some people have some, you know, problems setting up accounts. But uh, you know, I want you to think about that. I mean, have you ever set up an exchange account yourself? Maybe you are listening to this show, maybe you are in the space and you have gone through that process or maybe you're thinking about doing that. This this whole show, this whole concept is new to you. Well, you know, there's a lot that can sometimes go into it as far as your information that you have to submit, some hurdles. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I want to just kind of share a little bit about my experience. I mean, it's kind of been mixed. I helped, I've helped hundreds of people in this space and, and, and help them set up accounts. You know, I kind of hold people's hands. I consult them. And uh, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's a little difficult depending on whether the banks want to work or cooperate with you, whether your debit card wants to work. Um, so I always advocate, you know, you need to have multiple ways of dealing with this, of getting getting involved, you know, setting up multiple exchange platforms because honestly, they, the, the limits that they can often, you know, place on your accounts when first starting out can be a pain in the butt as well. You know, there's often these very small limits and uh, and especially, you know, if there's high volume. Uh, when people are wanting to buy and sell on these account ex on these on these accounts or exchanges, you know, well, well, sometimes their system is down for maintenance, you know, at the perfect time. So, uh, <laughs> having uh, having multiple ways to enter and exit the space, uh, I think, is very very important. Uh, so, you know, using on ramps like Coinbase or other platforms, like I said, it's tedious and can be annoying. And so, uh, you know. I just want you to think, like, it's not always instant, you know, to get into the space. Yeah, sure, you could buy and sell something, and you could 
you know, get some Bitcoin and get into the space. But, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's, uh, you never know what kind of hurdles I was helping a lady not too long ago. And, uh, you know, it just seemed like anything and everything that could have gone wrong, uh, happened. And, uh, and I just wanted to, you know, say, Hey, let's just go down to a Bitcoin ATM. Let's use some cash. Let's open up a wallet. Uh, so yeah, having multiple ways is definitely helpful. And, uh, and to help me navigate a conversation or chat about these mysterious Bitcoin ATMs or atoms, as my brother would say, uh, is in studio with me. Uh, his name is Nick Burns from the Nick and Griff show. Nick, welcome back for another round, my friend. Uh, thanks for fitting in or filling in for Eric Cooper because I know Eric Cooper is so sad to be missing out this entire mm. month. I know it. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. I'm I'm excited to be back here. I'm grateful to be one of the guys you call when you need uh, when you need somebody <laughs> to fill in. So I'm excited about it. You know, I have a feeling that this episode is going to be pretty helpful for the people that are listening because not only are we talking about Bitcoin ATMs, um, you've managed to bring on somebody to talk about Bitcoin ATMs, Mr. Sung Choi from CoinMe.com. And if I'm not mistaken, they just might be the largest Bitcoin ATM provider in the United States of America. So to get us started today, I am going to welcome the Vice President of Strategy and Business Development with CoinMe.com. Sung Choi, are you there with us? I'm here. Welcome on to absolutely welcome on to one of America's only radio shows dedicated to Bitcoin. Um, I guess I'd like to start with, you know, have you uh, introduce yourself in your own words and tell us a little bit about what you do uh, at CoinMe and and a little bit about what CoinMe is all about. Yeah, sure thing. I'm Sung. Uh, I help CoinMe conduct uh, business strategy as well as do business development. So you know, finding partners, finding vendors, things of that nature. So pretty much anything that we need, uh, I'm in charge of going out and getting for the company. Well, one thing that I was noticing on your website, uh, it says that you guys have over 21,000 Bitcoin ATMs globally. Does that does that technically make you guys the largest ATM provider in the world? Uh, per our count, yes. Um, I, I can't guarantee that with certainty, but as far as we know, we, we are the largest. Well, I, I think that is pretty cool and a perfect person to have in uh, on the radio to chat about this. So, uh, but I, I want to start out with this. You know, some people they may have seen these ATMs uh, in a mall or maybe in uh, some random gas station. But uh, what's the kind of what's the story? Like, wh- what's the why behind Bitcoin ATMs in general? Is it mainly for those people who are Nate, not the, maybe not quite native to the internet, or maybe they don't have a bank account, or maybe there's another reason. That's a good question, and and that is a segment for sure. Uh, but to kind of go back in time a bit, um, CoinMe was founded in 2014, uh, back when Bitcoin was a much more uh, unknown and scarce uh, 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 commodity. And uh, and back then, uh, if you told someone to go buy crypto, you know, Coinbase wasn't what it is today. The other exchanges didn't exist, and there was really a lack of trust in the space. So it was really difficult for someone to go out and buy Bitcoin in the first place and, and be able to trust that you could get the asset in the first place. I mean, people would actually mail each other envelopes full of cash and hope that they would then send Bitcoin to, to their uh, public address. So um, there was a lot of trust that was missing in the space. And, and really, ATMs were seen as a good way to simulate that trusted experience, especially if you're able to place the ATMs in trusted environments. Uh, then, then it'd be an easy way to access crypto uh, in an instant and, you know, uh, a very instant, easy and simple way. Interesting. You know, I, I, 
I got to ask, you know, what are some of the advantages of using an ATM to buy Bitcoin versus just, you know, downloading an app? What I, what I think most people probably have done here recently. Um, I know that you guys also have an app. Is that just another way to buy Bitcoin in tandem with the ATM system you guys use? Yeah, so the app does allow you to buy uh, using a debit card, so digitally as well. Uh, but it's also the wallet. Uh, one major difference that we have uh, from other maybe uh, more traditional Bitcoin ATM companies is we offer a wallet ourselves. So when you buy crypto at a physical location that we offer, the funds and uh, the crypto the digital assets end up in a Coinme wallet so that then you could either custody it there or send it to your own wallet. Oh, okay. So is the is the Coinme wallet, uh, does it give, give access to the, the private keys or, or is that a different different setup? Um, we custody uh, the funds on behalf of the user, so it's more like a, a bank-like experience in that um, you know you, you're not expected to be in charge of money that you put in your bank bank account, right? I mean, if anything goes wrong, the the, the bank helps you um, recover you know your online banking credentials and things like that. So we do offer some of these services for individuals that might not be as tech savvy um, and might not want to do the work of you know custodying their own crypto funds. So I guess I guess uh, the real question is for for me myself, you know, if I was going to go down to one of the CoinMe ATMs and buy me some Bitcoin, do I do I have to download the CoinMe app to to participate, or can I literally insert cash, set up you know set up an account with you guys and uh, just send it to a, a wallet that I control? So if you go to a CoinStar location, so just and just to uh, explain a little bit more, um, we used to run our own Bitcoin ATMs. We had about seventy five of them at one point. Uh, but we decided to adopt a different model so that we could help ac uh, provide access to people faster than we could deploy kiosks. We actually partnered with Coinstar. And, you know, there's over 20,000 Coinstar locations around the world. We we've enabled about 10,000 of, of them in the United States where you can go to a you know, local grocery store um, and go buy crypto at your Bitcoin machine or excuse me, your Coinstar machine that you've probably used in the past or you've walked by 100 times. Um, and do it in a very familiar and safe location like uh, your local grocery store. So, you know, you can go walk up to one of those locations and then you could, what we do right now is you have, you can buy a voucher, which then you could either download the Coimi app or go to coimi.com uh, and uh, redeem that voucher to access the crypto that you would purchase in person. Um, there is a second way of purchasing as well, uh, which is to go to a MoneyGram location. So you can purchase in a MoneyGram location or, you know, withdraw funds and pick that up at a MoneyGram location, but with either of those funds flows, um, you have to start with your mobile app or Coinme mobile app to initiate the, the transfer or the purchase um, and then, you know, go, go to the physical location. All right. We need to take a quick time out, guys. Um, a reminder, if you've ever missed an episode of this show and we're at what? Episode 65. Five. Yeah. So you got a lot of cashing up to do. And we've got a way for you to do that. You can find those past episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, krmg.com and the krmg app quick time out more cryptocurrency with matthew j moore coming up on 1023 krmg welcome back to cryptocurrency with matthew j moore we are live and local in the big city of tulsa on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk, I'm Russell Mills. Appreciate you joining us this evening. The topic today, Bitcoin ATMs. Is that a good idea? Well, we're talking to a guy who has a little bit of knowledge about that. His name is Sung Choi. 
And uh, he's with CoinMe.com. They are, as far as we know, the biggest Bitcoin ATM company in the world. So good source. And Matt, you just always get the, the best guests. You so know, congratulations, brother. You know, if we're going to have a show, we might as well do it right. Might as well right? do it right or you know? don't do it at all. That's what my daddy always said. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, and uh, we also do uh, co-hosting the right way because uh, in studio today, filling in for my co-host, Eric Cooper, is none other than the guy who spells his name like New York City, a.k.a. NYC, also pronounced Nick. That's right. It's Nick Burns from the Nick and Griff Show. Nick, you ready to continue our discussion about Bitcoin ATMs and why they might matter? I absolutely am excited to talk about this. I think the on-off ramps conversation is very interesting. Um, and yes, my name is spelled NYC, like New York right. City. Uh, but before we jump back in and continue this conversation about ATMs with Sung Choi from CoinMe.com again, don't forget, if you miss an episode of this radio show, you can always find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and KRMG.com. If you miss an episode, we've got you covered. That's right. And, it, and you know, it's important that I give a well-needed shout-out to the people who help us stay on the radio. It's because of our epic sponsor, Get Hedge, that they keep us going so we can help spread Bitcoin mass adoption because that is part of our goal. And uh, we're doing it to a whole new audience. So here's my question for you that I'm going to propose. Do you have a strategy to obtain cryptocurrency on a regular basis? Do you plan to maybe automate that buying or AKA dollar cost averaging? What about getting all or maybe a part of your paycheck in Bitcoin? Well, Hedge is revolutionizing how you get paid. Hedge makes it easy to automatically convert your pay into cryptocurrency, whether it's an employer or employee. You can get started in four easy steps. You can start getting paid in either Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. And, you know, here's the thing. This is kind of a long-term play. So, you know, starting a strategy today is not a bad idea. So Hedge is here to make it easy to, once again, stack those sats month after month. So what are you waiting for? Start living on the hedge. Check them out at gethedge.io. Again, that is gethedge.io. And as usual, if you're listening to this show, we are giving away, again, another $200 worth of Bitcoin, which could one day be worth thousands of dollars in purchasing power. So if you're interested, you can go to my website, mattjmore.com. Scroll down to that resource section, and you'll see a button that says Get Hedge. Click that, and you can sign up for Hedge and start having a portion of your paycheck allocated into Bitcoin. And uh, if you got questions, you can always uh, shoot me a message on my website. I'm always happy to help and explain just a little bit more when using Hedge. So, uh, again, that's mattjmore.com. All right, well, what are we waiting for? Let's go ahead and dive back into it. Uh, Nick, why don't you uh, send us off into this conversation again? Absolutely. So on the line with us here again, for you guys that are just joining with us, we've got Sung Choi. He is the Vice President of Strategy and Business Development at CoinMe.com. Sung, here is the question many of people are probably thinking. How do I find the nearest CoinMe ATM if I want to use one? Where do you go? You just have to go to coinme.com slash locations, uh, and you'll be able to use a map interface to find the nearest location. But really, it's most likely available at your local grocery store, whether it's a Kroger or a, you know, Safeway Albertsons or, you know, one of their one of their subsidiaries. There's there's probably one very close to where you are. I did, I think the uh, last I did time, actually. Oh, oh you, sorry. I think the you last time we, we mapped it out, um, about 90% of Americans were within five miles of a coinme location. Yep, I think there was a ton here. I, I checked it out earlier, and there is a ton all around here in Tulsa. 
Well, okay, so I, this is something I'm still still getting my head around. So I apologize, uh, Sung, but I, I do want to I do want to clarify this because I've used Bitcoin ATMs before, but I have not used uh, the Coinstar method or the MoneyGram method, which you guys have partnerships here. Um, so, all right, so I'm totally new, totally fresh out of the box. I want to buy Bitcoin. I want to go down to my my local Coinstar ATM that's partnered with you guys. Uh, I have a a wallet on my phone, maybe something like Exodus or Atomic, and uh, and I've got some cash. Uh, can I can I go to these machines, insert cash, and then it's going to give me a voucher, which then I allows me to set up an account with you guys later on your app, or or is, am I am I walking this through correctly? Correct me where I'm wrong here. No, that's exactly right. Uh, you get to open up an account and uh, you redeem the voucher. Uh, and at that point, you can then send it to your Exodus wallet or some other wallet. Okay. Okay. And how long, you know, roughly does that account setup, uh, you know, process take place? Do you do that at the ATM or are you kind of encouraging people to do that before they get to the ATM? They can do it before or after if they're going to a Coinstar location. You can buy the voucher first and then redeem it um, after uh, creating the account. So really either is fine. Um, and it really should only take a couple of minutes at most. Uh, it's, uh, we have a couple different ways you can get verified. One is uh, we have an easy flow where you can just pre present your name, uh, phone number, uh, SSN, uh, and then you can get verified that way. Or there's a document verification method as well where you submit your ID, submit a selfie, really depends on what the volume that you're seeking to do is. Okay. And, and, uh, what's the, you know, as far as are there, are there, you know, some limitations on how much you can buy at once, depending on what kind of KYC process they've, they've done, uh, or can you explain that? Yeah. The limited KYC with just the name, phone number and, and email address, um, and SSN that is, uh, a thousand up to a thousand dollars a day. Uh, and then if you do the documentary KYC, currently it's up to 2,900 dollars a day that you can do it at, at a physical location okay and uh what's just out of curiosity what what's the fee structure like you know when somebody goes there to buy bitcoin is it, it you know is there a percentage that that is you know that they have to pay yes uh so at a coinstar location because of the ease of use uh there's a, a, a higher fee structure there although it's it's pretty competitive with most bitcoin atms um there's a spread and a fee component I think it comes out to be somewhere near um, 11%. Uh, but if you, for example, if you buy USDC at select locations, it's 4%. So it becomes much lower in cost. Uh, and then at a MoneyGram location, it's closer to 4%. Okay. For well, all transactions. And, and and so if I was maybe like, if I was just sitting on my couch and I downloaded the CoinMe app and I connected my debit card, uh, is the, the fee going to be the same or, or is it a little less? Uh, the fee for a debit card transaction is much less. Okay. Um, I believe uh, it, it's competitive with anything else that you'd be using, whether it's a cash app or Coinbase or really anything else. All right. Well, very nice. Very nice. Well, we, uh, we're we getting uh, close to going to another break here, but uh, stick around. If you guys are listening to this program, uh, we got a handful of other segments and a lot more questions to ask Sung Choi about uh, CoinMe and uh, the benefits of going down to your uh, Coinstar machine and uh, buying some Bitcoin. So, uh, yes, times are changing. And if you got questions, guess what? You can always ask me uh, those questions later on by going to my website, mattjmore.com. I would be happy to help you because that's why we do this show. And you'll find all kinds of information there at mattjmore.com. And by the way, you spell that with two O's, mattjmore, all one word, dot com. 
Check it out. In fact, you'll see the link to Get Hedge there. And we're going to talk more about how you can qualify for 200 bucks of free Bitcoin by clicking that little button. Stick around for quick time out. You're listening to 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. Thanks for joining us. We are live and local in Tulsa, Oklahoma tonight on one of the world's only radio shows dedicated 100% to cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. If you're just joining us, the topic today is Bitcoin ATMs. Good idea. Nice to have the option. Well, we're getting engaged in that discussion, and it's being led by this gentleman, the namesake of the show, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Howdy, howdy, howdy. We are back in the saddle, ready to start another round, another segment of this awesome show. So if you're interested in Bitcoin, maybe you want to learn more, maybe you're uh, trying to get into the space, well, this is the right spot for you. And if you missed the last few segments, just like Russell was saying, we've been chatting about Bitcoin ATMs with Sung Choi. He's the vice president of strategy and business development for a company called CoinMe.com. And to help me unpack the rest of this epic episode is my friend and fill-in co-host, Nick Burns. Nick, you want to do the honors and once again bring us back into gear? I would love to have the honors there. Uh, Let's jump off right with some education here. I think the education piece is very important. Sung, I know you guys are big on education as well. Can you speak to that a little bit? And, you know, how are you guys helping to educate people about Bitcoin? Sure thing. So since 2014, we've had... Uh, the pleasure of helping to educate the public and and how crypto works and the benefits of of crypto in general. And so we've partnered with VCs, we've partnered with protocols and pushed out a a, um, a campaign called Crypto Literacy. And if you go to cryptoliteracy.org, you can actually go take a small test to see how crypto literate you are uh, and and then dive into some of the details as to, you know, the details around what what, uh, how, how crypto can provide benefits to an individual um, and really start diving into all the, all the nuances. Beautiful. I think that sounds like a fun test to take. I'm going to have to go check that out after we hop out of here. I'm going to do it too. <laughs> um, do you guys have any cool stories or testimonies of people using um, your services, whether that's edu- education or your online platform or your ATMs through the years? Definitely. So, you know, early on, we used to get a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that, were buying materials on places like Alibaba uh, and most of the sellers would ask them to pay with crypto because if you paid with PayPal, the fees would be very high. So, you know, they would call us and ask us, how do I use this service? And so we, we'd walk them through how to use one of our locations. And, and, um, and a lot of us would, a, a lot of our customers would tell us how easy it was to actually use the, the services and be able to send crypto to uh, the, the sellers of these products. The beauties of technology, huh? That's right. That's right. Well, I was looking on your website. It also uh, mentioned something about a debit card feature. I know we talked about using your app and connecting your debit card to to buy Bitcoin, but uh, do you guys actually have a, an actual debit card or am I misreading that? Yeah, I think that's a change we need to make to the website. Uh, we don't yet have or issue debit cards. Okay. It is a product that's on the roadmap. Uh, oh, but it's okay. not something that we have released yet. 
All right. All right. Well, that makes sense. Well, when uh, when somebody is, uh, you know, using or wanting to use the the coin me process or the the coin star that they might go down to, um, are they, you know, limited to to using cash only at these ATMs uh, or, or, you know, can they use the, the debit card, too? Um, and with the app, you know, our, our purchase purchases only with debit card. Cause I'm assuming like, you know, some apps you can actually link your bank account, do a wire transfer and all that stuff, uh, kind of explain, you know, the, the limitations on both the, the app and the ATMs. At physical locations, currently it is cash only in, in the near future. We're going to have a product where you can also use a debit card at a physical location, but for now it is cash only. Um, and online, uh, we, we did opt to currently just do the, the debit as a payment method and to push directly to debit as well, where you get instantly the funds uh, that in, into your bank account using your using the debit rails. And the reason we chose debit was because the population that we happen to serve, which are generally the either unbanked or underbanked or individuals that choose to not use banking, uh, they, they, they're generally using either cash or the prepaid debit rails. So those are the ones that, that we chose to implement first. But we will in the near future also have bank transfers as well. You know, a lot of times the onboarding process, those on-off ramps, right, that we're talking about for exchanges can take forever. You can have, you know, super low starting limits and uh, and you can't move funds to your own wallets. Uh, now, I know that uh, we've kind of talked about this already a little bit at this point, uh, but can you maybe speak to a little bit about how you guys at CoinMe are combating maybe that uh, clunky user experience? Definitely. Instant is a huge value prop that that we have as a company. So, you know, whether you're someone in a major city uh, that is very used to using apps or whether you're someone in the Midwest that, you know, maybe don't like to use the apps and like personal banking uh, with physical locations, we have a product where you can instantly get access to crypto. So you can go through our onboarding process within a matter of minutes. And if you go through the documentary process where you present your ID and, and your and your selfie, you can purchase up to twenty nine hundred dollars uh, and you can also withdraw up to twenty nine hundred dollars. And you can do this all within a matter of minutes. Beautiful. I like it. I like it. Well, hey, you know, here's here's kind of a, a question out of left field. But I mean, trends, are you guys observing trends with how people are, are using, let's say, the Coinstar machines or the MoneyGram uh you know, in, in your partnership, you're partnered with them. So uh, maybe maybe the trends led to those partnerships or maybe you're seeing new trends. Can you kind of speak to maybe some some trends that may have been unexpected or expected? Something that's unexpected is the number of Gen Z customers that we have. It seems like there's a big movement with the younger folks to use cash uh, and stay away from banking. That's been a surprise to us, but I guess it's a general trend across across the board. There's a lot of younger folks that just stick with cash, avoid getting banks all the bank accounts altogether, and use alternative fintech companies like a CoinMe or or a Venmo or something like that. Uh, so that that the rise in the number of uh, younger users that's definitely been a huge surprise okay okay and and i know we we talked a, a little bit about it you know and there's obviously competition out there when it comes to the atms but your your prime prime uh, advantage is just you guys are just all over the place with this 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 partnership is is that correct or are there other competitive advantages that you guys have yeah accessibility is a huge one as i mentioned earlier 90% of americans live within 5 miles of a coinstar uh, or a coin me location whether it's a coinstar location or a moneygram location and because our model is to crypto enable existing infrastructure rather than deploy our own 
uh, it's it's really easy for us to find a new partner and activate tens of thousands of locations all, all in one fell swoop. Um, and our backend API actually uh, helps to work with other financial institutions. So for example, we're working with banks uh, and core banking service providers to then provide these same exact services to you know your, your local bank or credit union. So in the near future, your credit union will likely offer crypto. And one of the ways they could do that is actually using our services. Okay. Well, and uh, we've got roughly about five more minutes before we got to go to break here, but uh, I do have a handful more questions. Um, my the I guess the first question I want to ask you is, you know, by doing what you guys do and, and being good at it, uh, what have been maybe some of the greatest hurdles or challenges, you know, by maybe implementing some of the things that you do and, uh, and you know, the problem solving that goes into that? Uh, what, what has been your guys' greatest challenge and how have you overcome it? Back in 2017, banks weren't really a huge fan of crypto and crypto companies. So I, I joined the company in about mid-2017. 20, and one of the first things that we did or I participated in was we called over 200 banks. Uh, before we could find a bank account, because the credit union that we'd worked with in, in the Seattle area, which we're, uh, we're based out of, uh, they told us that they no longer wanted to work with the crypto company. So the banking was a huge challenge. It's something that's gotten much better. Uh, as a company, we focused on uh, regulation and licensing. So, for example, we're, we're regulated in the state of Oklahoma by the Oklahoma Banking Department. We have a money transmitter license through the Oklahoma Banking Department. So because we've gone through and done this exercise of getting regulated and licensed in as many jurisdictions as possible, the, the banks have really trusted us a lot more. Uh, and, and, you know, we've been able to go away with that problem. The, the crypto industry maturing has certainly helped with that as well. But that was a massive problem that we used to have that's no longer a problem. So you, you mentioned something earlier that I think is really interesting. You said that you're wanting to crypto enable existing infrastructure. Um, I guess kind of thinking more uh, generally for the entire crypto space, uh, what do you think is the significance of, of utilizing existing infrastructure versus trying to rework the whole thing? I think individuals want to consolidate the number of outlets that they use for their finances. It, it, it's better to be able to do more with one location just from the perspective of, you know, I just get so randomized with so many different things that sure. I don't want to worry about stocks with one app and crypto with another and banking with a whole nother app or even a physical location for that matter. And so to be able to do business through one channel or all your financial finances through one channel, I think it just makes it easy for most people. Um, and, and really what we're trying to do is let individuals work through the uh, financial institution that they, they want to work with, but be able to do everything that they want. So um, I think it makes adoption a lot easier to say, you know, my local bank offers crypto, so I'm going to buy crypto with them rather than I'm going to go find an app or an exchange and go do this separately somewhere else. Sure. All good. All good points. Um, we've got roughly two minutes before we got to go to break, but I, I do want to ask you another question, uh, Song, is, you know, we've talked about trends. We've talked about, you know, uh, just the general space at large, but what what other um, things that you see coming in the future, whether it be Coin Me or whether it be the industry at large, are there are there some some changes or adaptations uh, that you expect to to happen and that you guys are preparing for right now? I think regul more regulations are coming, which which you know as a company we think is great. Um, the our our congressmen and our 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 you know executive branch they're all talking about it. 
you know, whichever administration has been, I think everyone's aware of the transformative nature of crypto assets. Uh, and, and I think because of that, we're going to see a lot more clarity in terms of what can and can't be done, you know, more, more safety around stable coins. I, I don't know if you guys followed the whole Terra Luna yeah. um, meltdown and, and things like that, um, you know, by regulators being a bit more involved could have been avoided. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited about kind of more regulations making the space a more safe and friendly environment for the general public. Well, guys, if you're listening to this program, please stay put because guess what? We got more content to cover. And uh, just a reminder, if you want to uh, have somebody hold your hand through this process, sometimes it can be challenging. You can go to my website, mattjmore.com. You can set up a consultation, but uh, we're here to educate and to help you understand this space. Quick timeout, but we're not done talking with Sung Choi from CoinMe.com. Got more questions for him and more to learn in our last segment of this week's episode of Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore coming up next on 1023 KRMG. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. Been a fascinating conversation this evening talking about Bitcoin ATMs with an expert on the topic, Sung Choi from CoinMe.com. So welcome back, our host, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Hey, thank you, Russell. Yes, that's right. This whole episode, we've been focused on that topic, the benefits of Bitcoin ATMs uh, with a company called CoinMe. And uh, the one who has helped me co-host this show today is the one Bitcoiner who has the name and personality to rival the Big Apple. It's uh, the none other than Nick Burns from the Nick and Griff Show. Nick, welcome to our last segment, man. It's uh, it's funny with four segments, I get four intros. You just make my cheeks redder you and know, redder every single time. I just like it. I just like to embarrass you. <laughs> well, on the line with us here today is Sung Choi. He's the vice president of strategy and business development at CoinMe.com. Sung, I've got a question here for you. It's been great to learn about a lot of the benefits of Bitcoin ATMs, but if somebody wanted to put a CoinMe ATM in his or her place of business, how does that work? And can they make money by hosting an ATM? What are what are some of the specifics on this topic? So I know there are other companies that do uh, work with individuals to deploy ATMs. For us, we generally work with larger enterprises like Coinstar or MoneyGram uh, that already have uh, a, a wide network of locations. So if you have, let's say, um, a network of uh, a, a maybe like 50 plus locations and it's something that we, we can definitely work with you on. Uh, but generally, we don't work with individuals to deploy locations. Okay, well, here's here's a question for somebody like me who is out there in public talking about this stuff on the radio and all over. Do you guys have a referral program? It's something that we're standing up right now um, by early Q1, which I can't believe is a couple of months away now. Um, right. we'll, we'll have a, a person-to-person referral program uh, where you'll be able to earn Bitcoin uh, by referring your friends and family. Oh, really cool. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Um, okay. Well, here's, here's somebody might be listening to this program right now. They might be in their car that might be like, you know what? I'm finally going to pull the trigger. I'm going to go down to that Coinstar ATM. I'm going to buy me some Bitcoin. Uh, do you have any words of advice or preparations that, uh, they probably should consider before they get, they go down there? Cause you know, you want them to have a pleasant experience. We do offer more assets than just Bitcoin. Uh, there's eight different assets that are available at CoinStar locations. I, I would encourage everyone to do some research around, you know, what best fits what they're looking for. 
uh, Bitcoin, as we know, is is the OG crypto, and and uh, it's it's been the most sought after asset. But there's things like Ethereum and you know Stellar and other networks as well that have their own uh, perks and benefits and and uh, features. So uh, I, I highly encourage everyone to dive in a little bit before choosing the asset that they're looking for. Well, obviously, you know, some uh, some people are going to take the time to, to really dive in and do their homework. And uh, and maybe they've been listening to the show and they got convinced of this entire space because, well, of the conversations we have. So my question to you, Song, before we uh, close out the show is what was your orange pill moment? He is understanding the need for an alternative way of transacting uh, for people and other other, um, you know, foreign locations. Like, for example, I you know, you frequently hear about. The, the difficulty people have with local currencies in South America and places like Argentina, where there's crazy inflation. And in the U.S., we're actually seeing pretty high inflation ourselves, although nothing like they see in you know, places like Argentina. But understanding that people need a different place to place their assets, uh, their savings, and so that we don't fear that it's going to disappear due to inflation. I think that's something that really uh, hit me to help understand why this alternative asset was was something that people needed. I love it. Well, roughly what uh, what year was that? Uh, 2017. 2017. Okay. Well, yeah, it seems like uh, myself included, a lot of our guests that we have on are some uh, class of 2017. So it's always good to talk to another person who had those revelations at that time. But, uh, you know, if somebody wants to download CoinMe, maybe they want to uh, get started or maybe they want to follow your work. Uh, where do you recommend people go? Uh, for for uh, taxes, coinme.com is the best place to go to. Uh, we We do have an Instagram channel and on LinkedIn as well. And if anybody wants to reach out to me, uh, you can just look for Sung Choi, Sung Choi Coin Me uh, uh, on LinkedIn, and I'm, that's the best place to access me. Okay, awesome. Well, um, as far as uh, you know, conferences go, I know that the Litecoin uh, conference was going on in Vegas, and I know you had a booth and a team there. Uh, do, do you make it out to conferences very often? I try to make it, as, make it to as many as possible. I, there's uh, money 2020 that starts today that I wasn't actually able to make because of some family uh, events. But yeah, I try to make as many of the crypto events as possible. Uh, Bitcoin 2023 will be the next crypto specific one that I'll attend. But uh, yeah, pretty much most conferences I'll be in attendance. So if anybody ever wants to meet up, uh, please reach out as well. I love it. I love it. Well, we're, we are definitely going to be down at uh, in Miami for Bitcoin 2023. It's uh, probably uh, my favorite time of the year because we get a whole bunch of Oklahomans and uh, we make the migration down there. And uh, we will have, if you're listening to this program, we'll have some discounts so that uh, or a code that you can use uh, to buy your tickets at a discount. And uh, maybe you'll uh, be one of those people that'll go down there with our coalition and have the time of your life along with some education. But uh, again, and I'm going to remind you, uh, you can go to my website, mattjmore.com, for some more information and a way to reach me. I just want to thank uh, Sung Choi for uh, joining us today. Uh, you know, he coined me, awesome company, love what you guys are doing. Uh, Sung, thank you so much for joining us today. No, thank you. It was my pleasure. Awesome, awesome. Well, Nick, uh, this uh, concludes this show. I hope you had fun, man. Oh, it's always a good time. All right. Nick, going to be back with us next week. I don't know. We'll find out. Hmm. How's that Ooh, for a tease? So yeah. you'll to tune in next Sunday at 5 p.m. right here on 1023 KRMG, and you'll find out with the rest of us. Until then, have a great week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next Sunday.